You are listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we take a closer look at each session and prepare you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Hey, this is Drew Dixon from Explore the Bible Students, and uh, we are in session 10 of our study of Daniel and Ezekiel. We're now in the book of Daniel, and uh, we're in Daniel 4, 28 through 37, and our central truth is God will humble our prideful hearts. Um, so the idea of being brought low uh, is not one that we like, is it? Nobody wants to be made to feel small or to be made to feel insignificant. That's not humility, though. It's really important to understand that humility is not about like being small or low or insignificant. We are not insignificant in the eyes of God. Um, we should not be insignificant in the eyes of each other. Part of what it means to have a truly Christian worldview is to see the value, the inherent value in every single person around us, and to see their potential, and to help other people see their potential, um, to do good in the world, and to glorify God, and to live a life of substance that 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 carries the banner of Jesus. Um, so uh, don't think of it as being insignificant or unimportant. Um Humility is seeing ourselves rightly. It's seeing ourselves as needy. It's seeing ourselves as um, as we are, as we truly are in the sight of God. Um, so it's not, uh, but the but because it has this connotation of like being insignificant or something. I think it's it it really is a virtue that was not valued in the ancient world. Um, it wasn't valued in. Daniel's day, for sure, and it wasn't valued in even the, in the days of Jesus and by most cultures. So the fact that Jesus, in his life, death, and resurrection, embodies humility, and the fact that um, we see the Bible as a whole valuing humility is a sign that this story is really different. It's really different from other worldviews. The story of the Bible, um, the true story of the Bible is really different from other other religions and worldviews, and it presents a gospel that is different from other religions and worldviews, one that values um, transparency and seeing things as they are and um, seeing ourselves as needy so that we'll look to the right place for for what we need to be filled uh, and, and look to the one who is truly powerful and truly worthy of worship and praise. Right? We see ourselves accurately so that we look to God for strength and so that we look to him to fill us and to make us into the people he, he wants us to be. So I want to just point out a couple things in the leader guide. So I just want to point out a few things in the leader guide. One is the key question on page 97, question three. It says, what are some of the things we can survey in our own lives and easily take credit for? Uh, so one of the things that keeps us from seeing ourselves accurately is our own sense of puffed up pride of seeing of thinking that we're uh more important maybe than we are or or like uh seeing ourselves as ultimate when we were created to see god as ultimate right so a lot of times we can any success any any anything that's good in our lives we're like oh yeah i earned that i did that and it's okay to, and we should like we should take pride in the projects that we do and the work that we do and like if you work hard on something um it's okay to feel good about it like Please don't hear me say that that's not okay. But what's wrong is to, I think, to have those kinds of experiences and think it's all in us and to never see God's hand in the midst of it and to never acknowledge how he's moving, working, and drawing us uh, up and building us up and empowering us to do things for his name and for his glory and for his kingdom. So 
anything good that happens in our lives, we need to recognize as a gift of God, that everything we have is a gift, and that we are incapable of anything without his love, support, power, and design, right? So uh, another question I want to point out is towards the end of the Leader Guide, question eight. It says, what does Nebuchadnezzar's response teach us? Um, God brings Nebuchadnezzar low so that he would see, he would see his, his need for God and, and that this pagan king was, would turn his eyes away from himself and his own pride and power and look, and look to the Lord. Um, so we must recognize that Nebuchadnezzar and all of us, the, this note says, we must recognize the Nebuchadnezzar and all of us. We all have a, a tendency to build our own kingdom instead of falling at the feet of, of Jesus. When we're more worried about what we can do, accomplish, or acquire for our own name and glory, we will find it more and more difficult to genuinely worship God. But it is always it was always God's heart for Nebuchadnezzar to have a right view of God that led him to worship. That is why God desires us to live with humble spirits. Otherwise, we don't have a right view of the one who holds everyone and everything together. So humility is really less about um, having this like low view of yourself and more about having a high view of God. Help your students see that, that when we have a higher view of God, who we are is brought into proper perspective. And we can actually step into living more in line with God's design for us and live a better, more glorifying uh, to Him kind of lifestyle. Um, we can be more of who He made us to be. Um, and that's really beautiful, I think. I hope you help your students see how they might could take steps in that direction this week, and I hope it goes really well for you. Um, we'll see you again next week. Thank you for listening to the Explore the Bible Students Leader Training Podcast, where we equip you, the leader, to teach the Bible and point students to Christ. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, or Spotify. You can also find the podcast on ministrygrid.com.